it was October. Much like every year, it was centered around Halloween, my favorite holiday. A time of cinnamon and pumpkin-flavored treats, scrumptious candies and melty stretchy pizza, washed down with cheesy horror movies. All good fun, of course. But when I wanted to be terrified, I would always go for one thing and one thing only. I'd go to haunts. More specifically, haunted houses. It was something that would always trap me in immersion. The haunters were not men, women, and kids. They were something else completely. True embodiments of evil. Things that shouldn't ever walk our planes. I would be filled with trepidation to the point I thought I would panic. And then I would always make it to the end. A light at the end of the tunnel, where you can still hear kids screaming and laughing as they run from loud rumblings of a chainless saw before your time comes to be chased by his friend. It was always the same, that is, until I found Rotten Ranch. It's almost unfair to say I found it. I will admit, I was looking on the internet for different scary attractions, but they all kind of seemed the same, and I wanted something new. I found myself searching through online haunt forums till I came across a link that sent me to a site. Something was wrong because the site was plain, with no scary images, and no edgy font, just a blank page that says, Welcome to the Rotten Ranch. And then a statement that followed with fill your name in the box below to experience true fear. This didn't sit right with me. What's the point? I get that most of these sites are phishing information to send you updates, but wouldn't an email address be more convenient? With that said, I'm expecting a jump scare at the click of the enter button. I click the text box and where I could have entered a false name. I've chosen a real one. My own. Tom Manis. As I hit the enter button, I flinched, expecting a scared, possessed girl's face to fill the screen. But nothing happened. The screen didn't even prompt me that it worked. Without a further thought, I close the screen and start searching for other scary haunt attractions. I click the first link of the list before my phone goes off. I'm being called by an unknown number. I hit the talk button and I could hear what sounded like. Hello, it's the catchers here to formally invite you to the Rotten Ranch where your darkest fears become reality. Come to 76 Matchman's Road off US Route 6 in the beautiful state of Nevada. How did they find my number? My number isn't listed on my social media or any sites that I know of. Am I dealing with a hacker, a tech-savvy haunter with a taste for marketing? It just didn't add up, but I will admit that it worked. I wanted to find out more. I tried to find reviews or even GPS instructions to the location. No luck. But this didn't deter me. Not in the least. This could be the off-grid haunt that I've been looking for. After scouring the web, I eventually found a forum detailing how a small group of friends not only found the location, but listed the instructions to get to Matchman's Road. This was the breadcrumb 
that completed the trail to the Run Ranch. It was over five hours from my home in California, but this wasn't at all a deterrent, just another challenge. Without a further thought, I packed my things and put the keys in ignition for a trip that I would soon never forget. The drive was long, especially when I hit US Route 6. Talk about one dusty, lonely drive. I really should have considered fixing my radio before this to kill some of the creeping silence of the trip. It was a straight shot, but with almost no service stations or traffic, and nothing to see but barren desert lands in every direction. I couldn't help but notice how alone I really was out here. The idea of getting stranded out here was not one I took lightly. I packed some extra water and gas in case I caught myself in a pinch. Hopefully I won't need it. With the sun going down, I'll admit, I was starting to freak out. On a night drive like this, I couldn't resist scaring myself with thoughts of my car breaking down and some tall, cinder-block-wielding maniac sends one flying through the windshield and turning my head into a backseat driver. This sent the hairs on my arms up like the car was full of static. It was so dark that I didn't even notice the pothole till it bites one of my tires. The bump sends my phone to the floorboard. I reach down to grab it, but when my eyes travel back to the road, they are met with a still man in the middle of the road. In a desperate attempt to miss, I slam the brakes as hard as I could, which sent my car spinning in an uncontrollable whiplash of dust and dirt. When the car stopped, I couldn't move. I felt paralyzed with uncontrollable breathing and a heart that wanted to pound its way out of my chest. As the dust settled, the man was gone. With trembling hands, I grabbed a bottle of water from my bag, twisting the top and raising the bottle to my lips for a sip. The lukewarm liquid quenched my thirst, but not my nerves. Where did he go? Like a kid scared of bed monsters, I slowly creeped my eyes under the car. To my relief, he was gone. The shock was so intense that I didn't notice the large wooden barn in the distance. It had a hanging banner that read, The Rotten Ranch. Maybe this is all part of the act. Seems dangerous. But to be fair, they probably didn't expect someone to actually run their staff over. I left the car and walked to the ticket booth, where I saw a smiling woman with short, black, curly hair, wearing a blue dress with white polka dots. I got closer and I noticed the man from the road. He was in the corner of the ticket booth, with a weathered, aging face that came off stoic, yet distant. Hey there. Welcome to the Rotten Ranch. Rule of three noir to the uninitiated. We're the catchers, and you must be Tom Manis. Wait. How did you know my name? Creepy, right? Well, to be honest with you, Tom, you're the first one brave enough to stop by the ranch today. Is it? Always like this? Some days they rain in, and other days the lot is as dry as the dusty Nevada soil underneath. We do it for screams more than anything else. Is he okay? Oh, him? That's just my husband. Mr. Ketcher is shy, but once he warms up to you, 
Well, you'll never be able to forget his colorful personality. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm genuinely freaked out. How much to go in? You're in luck. Normally, I'd charge an arm and a leg for an event like this. But for you, this one's on the house. You did come a long way for this, after all. What? No, I insist. You're too kind. Fine. I'll accept your generosity. Now go on in, Tom. The real show's inside. Thanks, Mrs. Catcher. Just one more question before I go in. I never told you where I was coming from. How did you know I came from far away? Route 6 isn't a short drive for anyone. Without another word, I nodded and was on my way to the massive wooden double doors of the barn. I grabbed the large metal handle and with a firm pull, the rickety door gives, granting me entry. Inside the barn was completely empty, all except for the trap door in the center of the room. I opened the door and climbed down the ladder. It was so dark by the time I reached the bottom that I had to feel the walls to get around. Feeling around, I eventually made my way to a door. I walked into a dimly lit red room. In front of the door, on the other side of the room, was a clown, standing tall with a spiked bat in his hand. He stood, but as I walked closer, I could feel my foot press a small pressure plate on the floor, setting the clown in motion. You could hear its animatronics clicking and winding as it swung its back left and right in a clunky fashion. As I walk off the plate, the clown goes back to its still state. As I pass and open the door, I hear the bat drop to the floor. I turned around and the clown was in a new position. Still, but looking directly at me, with its arms extended like they were reaching for me, disturbed. But I keep my eyes on the clown as I close the door. The next room was dim like the last, but I could make out whispering. It didn't sound like it was coming from a speaker, but underneath the floorboards. Maybe it was the sounds of another room beneath me, but how far does this haunt go, I wonder? I felt strangely intoxicated, like the room felt heavy, and my skin felt clammy and shaky. I didn't know if this was just my nerves, or maybe the catchers released some kind of gas in the air to intensify the experience. I was once in a casino that had similar effects, but this was a lot stronger. I couldn't shake this feeling of dread this feeling that I shouldn't touch the door in front of me, that I should turn back and find my way back to the ladder. But with the call of the void in full effect, my hand worked against my fear, twisting the cold metal handle, slowly budging the door forward. As I entered the room, I was met with a frantic woman in a cage that was entwined with barbed wire. Her head was shaved except for a few patches, and her white dress was filthy and torn, revealing several deep cuts that appeared to still be bleeding. It was at that point I felt something was wrong, 
I've seen some great effects in my experience, but she looked genuinely terrified. I wanted to help, but I needed tools to remove the almost braided wire. Hey, my name's Tom. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to call for help, okay? She didn't respond with words, but cries of torment and desperation. When I turned around to head back, I was barely missed by the swing of a bat. It was the clown again, but this time swinging at me with the same rusty spike with a bat slowly homing in on me with those weird, unorthodox movements. I turned and booked it and passed the door into a dark hallway. I could hear the sound of it bashing on the cage before I heard nothing at all. Going down the dark hall, it seemed to go on forever. I was having a hard time understanding what was real. The dark halls would sometimes flash, revealing strange and horrific moving images on the walls. It was at this point I could hear wind echoing down the hall. The closer I got, the louder it became. The images would start flashing in my mind, building speed until they were no longer images, but memories. Like they were my own, like I once witnessed these events with my own eyes. This was so overwhelming that I could feel my legs collapse beneath me before blacking out. During this time, memories grew, somewhat painting a better picture of what happened here. The catchers. It would flash to scenes of them fighting, to crying, yearning for a child of their own. The dream then transitioned to another time. It was then that I would see Mrs. Ketcher found naked laying in the ground motionless in the midst of a sandstorm. Something deep within the soil got inside her that day. Little did she know a new evil was growing. It was all too much to grasp as a whole. But something really stuck amongst the other visuals. Mrs. Ketcher went into labor and what was born was unlike anything I have ever seen. It looked like a long, plump, sweet potato with bristles. In that same moment, mandibles grew that resembled split jawbones. It was not long before it grew larger and larger until it was towering over them, a monstrous being, larval in figure with the essence of something more human. Some hideous variant of an antlion. It was at that point that I came back. I was outside, on my back, in front of the rotten ranch. The entire barn has collapsed, destroyed by time alone. No catchers at the broken ticket vendor area. Creeped out with no explanation. All I could do was dust myself off and go home. It's been two weeks, and since my visit to the Rotten Ranch, and aside from those unrelenting nightmares, my life was starting to go back to normal. No visions or blackouts, no psycho-animatronic clowns. Life was getting back on track. I kicked the fear and wanted to thank the catchers for the experience because I've never been scared like that in my entire life. 
that was the goal after all. Starting to feel good about my life again, I threw a pizza in the oven and walked outside to get some fresh air. The beautiful dusk horizon felt like a metaphor of good things to come. This pleasant feeling quickly vanished, replaced by nausea. I broke out in a cold sweat. I saw a deep, sandy pit forming in my backyard.